a wild LDST podcast has appeared. Testing, testing. What's up, everybody? This is... What's up, everybody? Hey everybody, welcome to the LDS Gamers Podcast for the month of June 2016. This podcast is sponsored by Deadifier.com. I'm your host, Justin Thomas, or LDSG Ghost, and today we're joined by Charles, or Vader Van Oden. Hello, that's me. We're also joined by Christina, or Valiant Beauty. Hey. And we're also joined by Adam, or Adam Shrek. Hey guys. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get right into this. Um, what we usually do is uh, just talk a little bit about what we've been up to, um, what we've been playing, what we're looking, what are we looking forward to playing. Um, but before I go into what I did, I just I just go back fishing for, uh, with my family, and uh, I was the only person to not catch anything, and it was terrible because <laughs> I had the, probably the most expensive setup. I mean, my pole was probably like three hundred dollars. I had I thought it was so cool. I had all this stuff. And everyone had like, you know, $15 reels from, you know, Walmart. And I caught nothing. I caught absolutely nothing. And I was just thinking, like, oh my gosh, like I have just embarrassed myself. But that's what we did tonight. We went fishing and that was fun. But as far as video games go, um, I've been playing a little bit of Overwatch and I've been really enjoying that. And I know that Vader doesn't really like Overwatch. He <laughs> kind of cringes when we talk about it. I wasn't but, a huge fan of, of it either. In yeah, it's it's a hit it's a hit or miss. I mean, yeah. we'll get into that. But um, so I've been I've been enjoying Overwatch. I think the reason why I enjoy it so much is because it reminds me a lot of uh, Team Fortress Two, which I really enjoy playing. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, I've also been playing a little bit of Rocket League. I finally converted my brother to the ways of the Rocket League. Nice and. Played a, yeah, played a few games with him, and I I haven't heard him laugh that much in a long time. So that was awesome. <laughs> and he lives up in Maine, and I'm out uh, out here near Chicago, and uh, so we don't get to we don't obviously get to hang out ever. So it was nice to be able to play a game with him and and to ha- to hear him and you know and have so much fun with it. It was it was just great. We had a really good time, and he scored his first goal. I got to witness it. I recorded it. <laughs> so now we have this Rocket League home movie. And, uh, no, it was fun. And, uh, other than that, I started getting to Hearthstone, which is the, which is Blizzard's, um, like card game. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the first card game that I've ever actually, like, gotten into. I mean, growing up, I had, like, Pokemon cards, but I had no idea how to play them. No one ever sat down and taught me how to play them. I didn't ever have, like, any instructions, because I got, like, the, the pass down card and hand me down cards from, like, neighbors and stuff. My parents, Never took us out to buy that stuff. So I never got, like, the instruction pamphlet or anything like that. So I just had, you know, the Pokemon cards, and that's it. I didn't know how to play anything. I had all these, like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> never got into Magic because, as I found out, as I got older, it's very expensive. So never got into that. So, yeah, so Hearthstone is awesome. I have been really enjoying it, and I can play it on my computer. I can play it on my iPad. I can play it on my iPhone. It, I can, you know, it's awesome, and it you can, it's the same game, you know, it's not like watered down at all. From all, from what I can tell, it's not watered down between the versions. So, and you can still, yeah. you know, play your friends and 
all the same ways, and I think that's awesome. But yeah, I've been really, really enjoying Hearthstone. That said, I'm terrible at it. I can barely <laughs> get past the tutorial. <laughs> it took me like an hour to get past the tutorial, which I don't think is what they intended. Um, but I have been enjoying it. Yeah. They want you to pay. They want you to pay for those picks. They do. Yeah. They do. And they must have known that I would have done that because I did. Um, <laughs> I bought a couple, but, uh, but I'm not going to let it destroy me like Halo did. No. <laughs> so Charles, what have you, what have you been up to? Um, oh, a lot. Been a quite crazy few months for me and my family. Um, Dark Souls came out, uh, so that consumed yeah. a bit of time. Yeah, I uh, can Dark only Souls imagine. Um, and soon after it coming out, I was heading to Japan on a holiday, so I had to get it done before I left, um, just because. And of course. So I kind of rushed, rushed through it, so I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with Dark Souls 3. <laughs> I really, 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 really like it, but I think because I rushed it, it, it spoiled a few things for me. Um, oh, but yeah. I'm still, I'm still playing. <laughs> I, I feel like most people have a love-hate relationship with that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably true to an extent. Um, but it, it plays, it's super good. Like it's, it plays really well. Um, I'd like, I've liked all the Dark Souls. Dark Souls Two has a, has a bit of a, a controversy with some of the Dark Souls community. It's not as well received, but um, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a great game, but this plays even better. Um, some of the things they've done with the lore and story are fantastic. They've tied in loose ends uh, that you, you just didn't imagine they'd bother. Um, and if those who know Dark Souls, there are a lot of loose ends, and it's, it's left up to the player interpretation, the community interpretation, for how the story ties together. And that's that's what brings a lot of people in, is because you can speculate um, where items are placed in the world mean something. Um, and they've taken that just to a new level in Dark Souls 3. Right? There's just just immense, immense amount of meaning behind things. It's not explicit. It's like you've got to like dive into it and then think about it and, and, and discuss it. And it, that's what I, I really like about the Dark Souls games. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's there's so much to it. But yeah, it had, it had a lot of fun with that. It looks so good. Like the, it's like um, wallpaper fodder. Like yeah, it's, it's a pretty game. It's you just can take screenshots all over shot you know, all over the place, and you got the binoculars so you can get just clean shots of just scenery. It, it, it's pretty good. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, so, so I've never like, played any of the Dark Souls. Is it one that like I would be confused having no, not that, played? No, that, that's the cool. No, no, that's um, that's the cool thing about Dark Souls. Like you can actually play the the whole game and okay. not know that there is a storyline, but still really enjoy it <laughs> because the mechanics are so good. The gameplay is so like is so precise, and when you get it, it's hard to get used to it because it's very different than most games. There's no hand holding; it's just you've got to. It's kind of ironic, but you you got to just get good at it. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it's tongue in cheek when that said. Um, but yeah, when when you get it, um, the, the mechanics are great, and so you can play the whole game and just enjoy the game for what it is. Um, but then, if you want, you can delve into the lore. Um, I know a few people who are getting into um, Dark Souls 3 um, as their first Souls game. Um, and then they're going, they've loved it so much. They've been hesitant because they've always seen it as a difficult game or too hard or too hardcore for them. But now they've given it a go and they're finding it, no, it's not that hard. Once you give it a, give it a time of day, um, and they're, mm. yeah, they're loving it and they're going back. Um, there's a YouTube a YouTuber called Gadget Girl Kylie over in the UK and she, she loves her JRPGs. But she's just always avoided this 
and she's but uh, Dark Souls, but she jumped into it, and she's just yeah, already bought the other ones, <laughs> and is going to be them afterwards. Um, well, it's yeah, also so, the last one, isn't it? Isn't this maybe the last Dark Souls game they make? Yeah, well, that's the that's the odd thing is um, Miyazaki is the director, and now he's the CEO of From Software. Um, he's he's grown really quickly in the company. Um, he's he said this is the end of the Dark Souls story, um, but Namco are involved, and <laughs> <laughs> so there may be some pressure to to make, and maybe uh, and so I don't know. I think a, a lot of the Souls community are saying like the 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 happy to see the Souls world, the Dark Souls world end mm-hmm. um, but the gameplay is still like some of the best um, in, in gaming around um, as, as yeah. far as I'm concerned and as far as many people who like Souls are concerned so I'm sure we'll see more Dark Souls like games uh, Bloodborne was an example of that it's Dark Souls like it's not mm. exactly the same but it's um, it, it's in that kind of style of play and so I think that's what the community would like to see yeah, I wondered about Bloodborne because uh, I played it a little bit. Um, was there any like real tie-ins with um, Dark Souls, or was yeah. it kind of its own game? It's its own game. It, oh, okay. The, the third-person fighting mechanic is really where it's the only similarity, and even oh, then, okay. it's, it's done a lot different. Bloodborne's more aggressive, um, uh, whereas Dark Souls, you you need to be patient and take your time. It's a bit more slow, slow down and waited. Um, sure. But yeah. Sorry, I could talk for hours about Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and, and you do have a podcast for that. <laughs> uh, um, the, the other, the other games, um, I mean, Tabletop Racer was free with PlayStation Plus last month, and it's actually really fun. It's this really silly, bubbly, micro-machine kind of arcade racer. And uh-huh. it's, yeah, I've just had a lot of fun with it. It's got your Mario Kart style kind of combat. You can shoot other people with weird pickups. Um, oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. I have to pick that up. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's instead of like obviously the shells, you've got um, like skyrockets, like fireworks that you shoot. Um, and it, it's just it's it's actually quite fun. It's kind of my um, no stress kind of game. I just want to just play something mindlessly after a long Mindless. day. I'll chuck it yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not playing it for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours later. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm surprised how much it's. I, I found it fun, and I kind of realized, man, I could be playing like a proper full-on game, but it's 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 fun. Um, and in Uncharted Four, yeah, I got back from Japan, and it came out, and I bought it on a whim, and I really really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it looks really good. Nathan Drake has a bit of a potty mouth at times, um, but it's not as bad as some other games out there. Um, yeah, like The Division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, what's the <laughs> I, I, I wish it was they weren't trying to make it an MMO kind of game. Like I've just yeah. lost yeah. interest. Like I just want to play the game and do the missions and learn more about the story and world. It's the grinding that pits me off. Like mm-hmm. I go to play, yeah. like no, I just I don't want to spend hours grinding. I want to yeah. go do the next mission, but I can't because I'm yeah. too low level. Yeah, mm-hmm. they miss an opportunity there, and I mean they're paying for it. I mean they've they've lost players. Dramatically, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, we played it a lot the first week and then kind of fell out of it. I've heard, yeah. I've heard the the PC player base especially has really dropped off. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, some of other games you can play. Yeah, on PC yeah. And, yeah. Well, um, and and I think they had a big issue with uh, like hackers and 
a lot of yeah, cheating. Yeah, I mean, there, there's yeah, always yeah. cheating on PC, but they've done a really no. bad job dealing with it. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. But I think it would have been a much better game if they just focused on a more of a linear st- a story or and focus on the storytelling rather than this like replaying levels and stuff. Like I think the world's cool yeah. and how the augmented reality kind of style of menus is super awesome. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I like the look and the, they've done a great job with the world. But just yeah, I'm level like 14 and the next mission, story mission is level 20. So like, I just yeah. don't, right. Well, I I, I think wanna... I think what they needed to do was learn from what people didn't like about Destiny and actually implement, you know, make a game for those people. And what they did was just try to mimic Destiny, but Destiny's already got a year on you. They've they're way ahead. Right. They have the player base yeah. and it's it's really hard to try to pull all those people away. Yeah. Well, and I think they messed up the PvP aspect. I think they sure. should have just done without it. I mean, if that's the way they were going to go, they should have just, you know, gotten rid of it and done more levels or more story or whatever. Yeah. I do like the Dark Zone. It's a bit of fun to mess around in, but it's just too often you just get stomped on. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I really like it, but I, yeah, it's just one that's hard to play now, especially because I don't, I don't binge on it like most other people did who got it. Right. And so within the first week, I was right. already under level compared to everybody else because I had other things to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe the next um, one they make will not have so much swearing in it. And I'll play. <laughs> no, 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 it won't. They're doing a movie though, aren't they? Are they making? Are a they? Movie? Yeah, I'm sure I heard I that. Heard that. A movie. The guy who played the um, Prince of Persia guy. What's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yep. There you go. That's bizarre. Uh, <laughs> GIF. Uh, GIFs. He's, Gyllenhaal. He, Gyllenhaal. There's rumors that he'll be playing a main character in it in the Vision movie. That's so weird. It could have been an internet rumor that I just saw and just took it. That never happened. Well, three days ago. (laughs) They just posted, like, an exclusive about it three days ago. Oh, so I wasn't right. Sweet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Heard it first. Interesting. Gaming podcast. (laughs) 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 Um, The only only thing I've been really doing other than games, it actually took me away from games, I made some of my own uh, pieces of chain mail. Um, for a cosplay for me and my son um, the last, over the last couple of weeks. It took me away from games for like a week because I had no time because I was spending hours. I was going to say, it sounds like a very time-consuming process. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. It makes your... My thumb is like hard from like... <laughs> the <pinching>. callous. <laughs> yeah. I only did like... I don't know, like a small chunk. So I kind of cheated. I knew the full shirt because I didn't have time. I just did like um, a big a thick strip at the yeah. uh, base of the hem of my um, tunic and a couple smaller ones around the, my biceps on my on the oh, tunic arms. Gotcha. Um, yeah, if I had done that, I would have ended up with like a napkin. It would have been a chainmail napkin. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Doesn't sound very practical. <laughs> no. <laughs> on your face. <laughs> but I, I did it. Um, I made myself Link and my son uh, Link costumes for uh, gaming or uh, comic Nerd convention. <laughs> I saw the pictures. You got you did a great job. I have to say, you guys did a, you did a great job on those costumes, man. Those look so cool, so cool. Yeah, everyone everyone really liked Odin because he was um, really cute in his Tomb Link costume. Yeah. 
No, that's <laughs> awesome. The life of a gaming dad. <laughs> yeah. We're having fun with it, and that's, that's what matters. And that's awesome. Actually, yeah, yeah so I walked past me, and he, I thought he was being smart or being rude to me or something, but I realized he was complimenting. He was like, that's how you do parenting. As he walked past oh, me, I was like, what? <laughs> and I how dare he was you? I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was complimenting, saying, that's cool that you're taking your son out, you're dressed both as Link, and that's yeah. super cool. Um, I can see how you take that one, one or other of the other ways. Than, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's that's what that's what I've been playing. Oh, dang it, one more. Sorry, um, I found no, out fine. yesterday that I like some board games, but I just don't have time to play them. But one that I played as a kid and I've re-released it a few times it's called Talisman. It's kind of like a dungeon quest um, board game. I've I don't heard know of if it. you guys have heard of it. I've yeah. heard of it, yeah. Um, but I found out yesterday that the um, Games Workshop own the rights to it now. I can't remember if they released it originally or not. Um, they've released a um, iPad app version of it. Huh. Um, really? And it was, it, so it's, it's 10 bucks New Zealand, so probably be like maybe 550 uh-huh. uh, US, $6 okay. US. Um, and so I was super happy, so I played that last night. And I've just released um, Warhammer 40,000 mm-hmm. uh, version of Talisman. So it's a Talisman game, but in the Warhammer 40,000 world universe. Oh, neat. So that'll be my next purchase. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what else, that's what else I've been playing. Um, but and you can it's got you can play around the world, so we could potentially play each other. Oh, that's cool. I have to pick like, that up. Yeah. What kind of game is it? Is it? I mean, is it like a Dungeons and Dragons game or? Well, it's kind of like a real simple version. You you get like a hero that you play as. Um, uh-huh. You have like up to six people from playing, and on the app you have AI. Um, and okay. you've, you've got different basic stats. You basically just have your strength and your craft, which is kind of your magic ability. And you got right. Health. You like roll at the beginning for yeah, them. Yeah, you or? roll dice to move around the board. Um, okay. You you collect items to power up, and the idea is you're trying to get to the center of the board. There's three rings. Um, like the outer rings easier, the, the middle rings a bit harder, and the the center ring is the kind of the end game challenge where you right. have to be quite high. You got to have leveled up your strength and your craft to be able to get through it. Um, you can fight the other players who are playing. You can um, you fight monsters that you encounter. Um, yeah, it's just a simple kind of RPG quest, but in a real simple board game form. Sure. Any, awesome. Anyone who really likes board games usually has heard of it. It's reasonably well known. Um, okay. But it's good. It's good classic. Um, and now it's on iPad. Cool. Um, awesome. Yeah. Cool. I've been playing. Sorry, I've taken lots of time. No, uh, no. It's <laughs> just fine. Handing it off. Never again. Anyway. <laughs> Valiant Beauty, take the floor. Uh, so, I've been up to much. I don't leave the house a ton because I'm, you know, nine months pregnant. But, yes. uh, About to <laughs> can't, can't do a ton right now. Um, as far as games I've been playing, I kind of have gone back and been playing like some of the games that came out at the beginning of Xbox One, I went back and I started Thief over, um, re-downloaded Kingdoms of Amalur for the PC. Uh, I heard that was a really good game. and it was Yeah, it was. It, that was a good one. It's a game that didn't receive a lot of attention, and it really no, kind of stinks because it's such a good game. Like, just everything about the game is just awesome. But it just, I don't know if it's yeah. just the name of it or that... They just didn't market it correctly, but yeah, I mean, it tanked. The, the it tanked. They they went under um, with that game. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it was, I don't know. it was that baseball was. player, right? It was his studio. He he put like all of his Kurt money. Schilling. In. Yes, yes. And he put all of his money in. It just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was a fun game. It was one of the ones that we played a bunch of times, you know, with the 360. And so we got it for the PC once. Uh, once we didn't have the 360 anymore, but right. yeah, so I've kind of gone back to those as far as like. The games I'm looking forward to, I love the Lego games just because that's what I grew up playing with my brothers. You know, that was kind of like what I did with them, and so I look forward to like playing that with my kids. So I always look forward to the Lego games. Um, And then I'm really looking forward to the Turing test. I haven't heard about that Tell us about that. Uh, So it comes out in August. It's, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of NUMA. It's just like the NUMA NUMA. Song? <laughs> no, 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 no. The oh, game yeah. Numa Breath of Life. <laughs> oh, yes. P-N-U-M-A. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a puzzle game. It's like a first-person puzzler type game. It's kind of like Portal type where you have like these puzzles that you have to solve to get into the next room. That makes sense. And so it's Square Enix. So it's a, you know, popular company as far as that goes, but it's like a, you're on an international space station, and you kind of have to go through a narrated story, and you, you find, like, just hidden puzzles, and it's, like, the interaction, and you have to solve. I don't know. I'm big on the puzzle games. I really like those kinds of things. I think it came from the, like, create your own adventure books, you know, that you'd read mm-hmm. yeah. as a kid, or it's like, go to this page. Oh, you died. Start over or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I've always really liked like the puzzle games that make me think. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one just because it's another one of those, and it's a popular company, like a bigger company, so it it should be a pretty good game. Now, now the Turing test that that name it's that's the test for AI, right? Like if a person can't tell that it's a computer, then it's passed the Turing test. Is that right? Oh, that, that yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah. What's oh, the yeah. Movie? Okay. What's that movie? I'm trying to think of it um, right now. Yeah. With with, with Turing in it. Um, the one during the war. Is that the same? Is that the same thing we're talking about? During the uh, war, and they had to make the machine no. to decode all of the all the messages. I'm just gonna stop talking. It, I'm it sounds no, like uh, the plot. Are you movie. thinking the imitation game? Yes, the imitation game. Is that is that related at all? I I, I, don't, I don't know. His last name's Turing. So. I haven't seen. All right, it. Oh, shot in the dark. I have no idea. Could right. be. <laughs> Miss. All right, got it. I was, I was thinking of the Android uh, movie. Um, where uh, I robot. Like no. Yeah. <laughs> um, My logic is undeniable. It's it's based on a book or something called like Do um, Androids Dream of Robot Sheep or something. Yes. Um. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's kind of actually a real cynical, dark movie. <laughs> but yeah. AI? Nah. With uh, Haley, no, what's his face? It, there's a weird movie. Um, The kid from The Sixth Sense? Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> yes. That was a weird movie. I did not like that movie. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I if I saw it, that one. but yeah. Oh, it was weird. Yeah. So as far as that goes, the only other thing I'm really looking forward to is, you know, E3. See yes. what's 
what's coming. Um, just because I don't, I mean, I don't know a ton of games. I'm not as like, evenly spread as far as the different types of games that I play. So mm-hmm. E3 is always fun for me to kind of see what's coming, what I might be interested in. Yeah, we got to figure so. out how to get into E3. <laughs> we need some yeah. connections. <laughs> yeah. That would be great to have LDS gamers in the E3. But we'll see. <laughs> next year. Next year. <laughs> next year. Always next year. That's yeah. great. All right. Uh, Adam Shrek. Mr. Adam Shrek, why don't you go ahead and take over? So I, I've been playing Overwatch, like a lot of people. Um, I'm trying to get better with more characters. Like, I I play as... Is it Farah or Farah? Farah. Farah. Sure. <laughs> Farah. <laughs> the, like, I, I like playing as her because it reminds me of playing, like, rockets in Halo with low gravity. Oh, really? Because no, I'm just, like, her yet. flying over top of everybody, raining rockets down on everybody the whole time. <laughs> nice. And the only trouble I have is if the other team has a really good Widowmaker who can just snipe me out of the sky. Snipe me out, or, pick you out. Or if they have turrets that I don't see before <laughs> launching myself up into the air where I'm just hanging for them to <laughs> shoot me down. So I right. I like playing as her, and then I'm all right with Lucio, like the blader Brazilian dude. <laughs> and oh, okay. uh, So I can play as those two, and I'm trying to get better with more, but um, I've been having fun with that. I've been playing Rocket League. Um and FIFA right now is um, we're at the end of team of the season, which do, uh, probably none of you guys play FIFA really. But um, in FIFA, there's a game mode called Ultimate Team, which mm-hmm. was was one of the first like mainstream games to really implement microtransactions well, or at least in a oh, way really? that in a way that didn't, didn't cause people it. to not play it. <laughs> Um, right. But, but basically you, um, as you play, you earn coins and you can use those coins to buy packs that have players in them or, um, things like that. Or you can use those coins to, um, buy players on a transfer market. So if you have players you don't want, you can sell them. Um, and each week they'll have a, a team of the week where they release the, the best players in real life. That week, get a team of the week card, which has upgraded stats. And at the end of nice. at the end of the season, they have team of the season for each league, and you get big stat upgrades. And uh, my favorite striker um, this year, who's like a really underrated player, who just for some reason played really well for me, um, he had like a 78 rating or something. But he just was really good for me and. Um, I'm really excited because he got a team of the season card, and so <laughs> nice. so he his team of the season card is like 86 rated, and he's really good for me now because um, I bought that card. So I've been yeah. I've been having fun with with my uh, team. I just spent all my coins on that I've been saving for all year. Um, so so that's fun. And then um, uh, I'm also looking forward to E3. I just recently watched a video. Um, that compared E3 demos from Ubisoft games to the actual mm-hmm. gameplay, 
And it was <laughs> it was pretty hilarious to see like the the downgrades that they implement when the game is actually released. So they showed yeah. they showed Watch Dogs, they showed um, Far Cry three and four, they showed uh, the Division, um, and there's another one, but oh, uh, Assassin's Creed. But yeah, it's it's just pretty funny, like. I always get super excited at those E3 demos. Like, wow, this looks amazing. And I forget that they're probably running it on a computer that has, like, four $2,000 video cards in it. (laughs) And there's no way that's going to run on on my Xbox One or my PC. Um, And so they have to downgrade it, and it's not going to look that cool. But I, I can still get really excited at E3 and be myself. Because it looks amazing, <laughs> but yeah. Just uh, what are the? Uh, I just I've just been so busy with everything. But what what are the big like things that everyone's like looking forward to from E3? Are there like a big? Is there a big game coming? Is there another sequel to something coming out that I'm just not aware of? Hmm. I don't even know. Um, I just didn't know because like usually there's like oh you know Microsoft's got something huge coming you know, or if it's just that's right. Uh, I think people are quite excited about Bethesda showing a game because everyone last year was like, what, Bethesda have got their own show? And they everyone expected that they would be the only one for a while, mm-hmm. but they're uh-huh. showing a game this year. So people yeah. are kind of buzzing about, what is it? Is it Elder Scrolls 6? Is it- I was going to say, Elder Scrolls Online 2. <laughs> the next Gosh. update. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that card game they kind of mentioned that was a complete copy of Hearthstone that's never come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of buzz around that, um, people who are into those games. Um, other than that, I think there's been so many games delayed. I think we're all just oh, waiting for... Gosh. Yeah. I, yeah. I know there was a lot of... I can't think. I know there's a lot of buzz around um, Battlefield 1 when they released the trailer, so I'm, I'm sure we'll see some yeah, gameplay. Yeah, they're, they're doing that. that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Titanfall 2, I know, is another one they're doing. And I guess It'll be interesting to see where they take that. Watch Dogs 2 was just uh, confirmed, too, so. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Titanfall 2 because... Yeah, I liked the first one. It was such a good game. And I don't... Looking back now, I don't know if it's because it was... We didn't really have any other games on the Xbox One. I mean, a lot of us were waiting for Destiny because we knew that Halo wasn't right. any time close. Right. You know, yeah, they re-released... All the games. Yeah, it's just, hey, easy. (laughs) No, um, it was just, I think it was just that, okay, this is a really awesome game, and there's nothing else I can really play right now. But, I mean, it really was was a decent game. I don't mean to, you know, cut it down, but I think part of it was that, you know, there really wasn't anything else to play at that point, you know? Right. Unless I think they had Peggle out at that point, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, there there wasn't much. I mean, it was... You know, there was that and maybe Slim two other games. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. We'll see what what they bring. I mean, they were they were a relatively new game studio. I mean, Respawn. Um, I hadn't heard of anything else that they ever done. I don't know if Titanfall was their first title. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll yeah. See. The next yeah, one. The next one's going to be their new console. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it will. So. All right. 
Well, let's go ahead and keep on moving. Um, as far as our LDS Gamers community update goes, uh, we are still growing. People are not leaving, so that's good. <laughs> we are coming up on 700 people now in the Discord server, uh, which is excellent. Um, we have had we've had a lot of people coming in that have been following our ads or seeing our ads on Facebook, and we have. Mr. Adam Shrek to thank for that. He has stepped in to help us with marketing and, and, uh, some of our promotional pieces to just, cause I was doing it before and I don't know at all what I'm doing. So I was just putting ads out on Facebook and I was getting a whole bunch of likes, but like not from people that I thought we'd be getting likes from. I mean, <laughs> they were people that never ever made it into Discord and I don't know if they just didn't know what they were clicking. Um, because I'd like, oh, sweet, someone liked it. So I'd go to their page and there's like pot leaves like all over the place. And I was like, yeah. do they know what they're clicking? Do they realize it's LDS, not LSD? I just, I'm, I was so confused. <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to sound judgy. It's just, it just did not fit. I was like, I, this is not what I'm trying to do. Like, what, what's happening? Luckily, Adam has stepped in and, uh, has used his skills and his talents to, point us in the right direction and now we're targeting a very specific demographic which is the exact type of people that we want um into LES gamers and they've been coming they've been coming they've been reading the articles on the website they've been commenting we've had a lot of uh, conversations generated um from our articles on, on our blog now which is great and uh, people are making their way into discord uh because of facebook which wasn't happening before so that's awesome. I couldn't. I couldn't be more happy. So big old pat on the back for Adam uh, yeah, for his contributions. That, that's what I do. Um, if you ever like are looking at shopping for skateboards online, and then you notice that you have skateboard ads on every website you go to for the next month, that's that's because of people. Blame like me. Adam. <laughs> I, I do the creepy that's stuff and follow why. you around the internet. <laughs> that, oh, that's awesome. why when I do like. A search for a certain baby product. All the ads on my Facebook are like stuff for kids and, and baby products. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, we also are trying out something a little bit different. Um, we know that we have a ton of channels in our Discord, which is good and bad. It's good because, you know, we can have a big variety of discussion and, and, and cater to a lot of different people. Um, it's bad because you need to go through and mute the ones that you're not interested in because then you end up with all these notifications that you don't care about and some people actually just don't bother muting and then they end up getting frustrated and they end up just leaving the, the Discord channel or server, I'm sorry, um, which we've, we have seen that happen before. Um, so if you if there's channels that you don't like getting notified that there's a new entry in there, a new comment, just go ahead and mute them. Um, that way you don't get frustrated. Um, but what we've done with Overwatch is... Because with what we've done with Destiny, for instance, is we've created different channels for the different platforms um, for for our LFG or looking for groups um, so that we're not just like trying to talk over each other in the main Destiny channel. Like, hey, I need four people for PS4 tonight, you know, kind of separate them out into their own channels. But for, for Overwatch, what we've done is we have like all the channels hidden. There's the main Overwatch channel. But then we have the Xbox One, PC, and P, uh, PS4 channels hidden. Um, and the purpose behind that, obviously, is to keep, you know, extra channels out of the way. And so you would essentially just request from one of our staff um, to be added to the LFG channel. 
Um, just message any of them. They'd be more than willing to just throw you into that role. It's, it's a role that opens up access to the channel that's um, pertinent to your platform of choice. So we're, we're kind of having success with it. I mean, people don't seem to feel like it's a burden to do that. Um, so we're going to keep rolling with it, and it keeps uh, our channel creep down, I guess. <laughs> so that's good. Um, one one thing on. that drives me nuts oh, sorry, about Discord, <laughs> um, which I hope they fix this soon, but the at everyone and at here really, <laughs> yeah. really should not. I, it really should not send you a notification if you have that channel muted. And yeah, I don't know. That, that, like, that happened to me a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I've had some from Arc and Minecraft. Which, if I followed those, that that'd be great. Send me a notification. There, right. you know, someone wants to get in touch with everyone that plays Minecraft. But I'm not playing Minecraft right now. But I still get those notifications. So it's yeah. Or or they should put some different kind of alert, like at channel, to just alert everyone who's who actually follows that channel. Yeah, <laughs> that was I mean, that was the good thing about when we were on Slack was right. that you only got notified for the channels that you were subscribed to. Right. Um, yeah. Which I wish I, they had would have done I, that with Discord from day one. But yeah. Unfortunately, they did. Um, but yeah, sure they'll add it everyone at some point. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hate having to scroll through and see like which one <laughs> yeah. have yeah. notifications because I have channels. all of these that I've <laughs> muted yeah. where I'd rather just hide the ones I've muted so that I'm not. Yeah. I can't stand seeing that, that one bubble with the <laughs> yep. notification, so I gotta find it. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <I'll> never <laughs> fail. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I'm always asleep when everyone's chatting, and if someone tags me in something, I'll go like spend like yeah ages <laughs> going through the, the chat. <laughs> I wake up. Oh, that's morning. true. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh. Um. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to game releases and upcoming events. Um. Usually Tech would do this, but he's not with us today, so I'll just go ahead and jump in here. Um, we've got uh, E3 coming up. Uh, we just talked about that. It's coming June 13th through 14th, so stay tuned. I'm sure there'll be tons of stuff on Twitch and YouTube, um, even Facebook streaming, I'm sure, um, for, for E3. Um, and then we've got, uh, I guess this news just came out that No Man's Sky has been delayed until August. I don't. Is that the first time they've pushed it back, or is that the second? I have no idea, but all I know is that a lot of people are looking forward to it, and um, people are angry about it. That that one's yeah. <laughs> PS, it's PS4 and PC, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that would be why I don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it, yeah, it's amazing. It does it does look amazing, and I I love, and we talked about this last time. I love procedurally generated things. Um, as a developer, I you know try to use that a lot in my own code, but like so you can like anticipate. That something someone's gonna do something. Mm-hmm. So to have like this procedurally generated world that like is ever expanding, just oh, that just I just love that. And the fact that you may or may not be able to find some like another real person that's playing the game. At first, I was a little bothered by that. I was like, well, you know, because I love multiplayer games. I mean, hence LDS gamers. I mean, mm-hmm. but you know, I I I like that because it it would it makes those interactions like that much more special. You know, that much yeah. more like, oh my gosh, it's, it's a real person. I, I've been playing three weeks and I haven't found a real person and now I have. Like, what do I do? You know, like, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. You know, and so, that, that's a really cool aspect. So the it's whole kind of like world... Journey. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have played Journey. It's kind of like the same experience, but 
magnified. I've, to I've watched some playthroughs. <laughs> so, so how but, does that work? It, it's just one big procedure, procedurally generated world that everyone plays in. So, not everyone yeah, has their yeah. own world that's created, but it's just one one big one that that everyone's put into somewhere and. Um, I, it's one big universe. Okay. Universe, yeah. So there's, there's hundreds of thousands of planets potentially. Right. That yeah, um, that's really cool. That's interesting. Yeah, and, and like each environment's different. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the developers said that you know a lot of them will be just like not much to them, um, but then you'll get quite exceptional ones as well. Hmm. Um, and, but they don't they they don't create or tinker with the world, so it's all based on mathematical algorithms um, that create these worlds. That's crazy. So they haven't actually made the worlds themselves. Right. They've just put the parameters where the worlds are created. Yeah. Well, it would yeah. take it take way way too long. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah, and it's not even just like the world. I mean, the worlds themselves, like. It's the animals and the entities that are within that world. Like, it's all generated on the fly, you know, and then stored. I mean, it's yeah. just such a cool idea. Such a cool yeah. idea. I, I think I so, read that yeah. you, you, like, get an alert if someone else is in the same solar system as you. Yes, and then you can, go, you can go try to find them. Track them down. Yeah, and so you've got to upgrade your ships contest. to be able to, to travel further and further out in the galaxy. From what okay. I remember hearing about gameplay. So you, there is there is a kind of a Minecraft building style to the game. You can destroy, you can destroy a whole planet if you wanted to. I think you can. Uh, <laughs> you too can destroy I'll a look, planet. I'll have to look at that. Um, it you sounds can just, interesting. Yeah, just, yeah, you destroy you know stuff, you get though, resources, so. and you can build, you upgrade ships. Wow. How how long how long before enough trolls? Have the power to destroy the entire universe, and they have to start <laughs> over. <laughs> New players join the game. Like, there's nothing here. It's all there. <laughs> it's funny though, because a friend of mine online, he his theory is that this is vapeware. It doesn't actually exist. It's just this hype that <laughs> they can't actually produce it because <laughs> it seems so far fetched. Right. So yeah. Because um, the whole concept is that there is you can fly from space. And land on a planet with no loading screens that you'll just be able to fly down and land. Mm-hmm. So it's true, like space travel. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, it, yeah, it, it seems very mental. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it is not. It's not vaporware. <laughs> it's it's another yeah, thing. Not, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the gotcha. developers had de- death threats um, with delay. Yeah. The, the Are you serious? It, well, oh, I didn't yeah. hear that. Well, and the guy who wrote the, I think it was Kotaku that broke the story on the delay. The guy who wrote the story got death, st- death, st- death threats. <laughs> that shouldn't be hard. You can to say, say Death Star. That's fine. <laughs> he got death threats <laughs> as well. Like, I'd like a Death Star. <laughs> they're they're literally threatening to kill the messenger. Oh my god! Wow. Sounds like the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems it seems a bit crazy. Like, just they got. To, I'd write, they'd be angry if the game came out and didn't work. So right. give, them, give the guy some time. Like, this is a yeah. tiny studio. There's like a half a dozen people kind of like on this thing. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a few more. But it's it's a very very small studio. There's not much to it, and they're doing something that's never been done before. Um, and from what I've heard, like university like physics professors and lecturers and researchers are like are very interested in it. For the fact that it that it's it's mimicking, to some extent, the creation of our universe, <laughs> which is is quite fascinating. Yeah. Um, 
and so it could be used as a as a tool for education and teaching people how universes are created. Yeah, that's neat. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's it's very mind blowing the the concept of it. I think it could be quite fascinating. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, moving right along here with game releases, um, we've also have Elite, uh, or Elite Dangerous came out in the third. And that's, is that tomorrow? What is this? Oh my gosh, what is today? That's yesterday. Today is the fourth. Oh, that's the fifth Yeah, the fifth for Vader. Yeah, um, oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, um, that's another space one, isn't it? I actually have, uh, you know, I see, I see that it's on the Xbox One. It may just be an Xbox One exclusive, I'm not sure. But I have, I have, I have not heard of this game yet. I'm pretty sure it's a sp- another space exploration one. That's about all I know about it as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, then moving along, uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst coming out on the 7th. Um, I have not... I mean, Mirror's Edge, That's that's been out, right? I mean, or is this... Is this yeah. the Mirror's Edge? That's uh, this is this is a prequel to the the original that came out um, ten years ago, whatever it was. Okay, see, ago. okay, that's what I thought. All right. Um, so, so that it, it's it, it's the kind of coming of age story of gotcha. the main character, which oh, okay. I thought kind of funny because I thought the first game was that story because you start off and you do stuff. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, but it's a prequel. To the previous one. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't... I probably should have, but I haven't looked at, like, the content of these to see, like, you know, if they're going to be rated M or not. Um, but we've also got uh, Mighty Number no. 9 coming out on the 21st. And maybe. I haven't heard anything about that one either. <laughs> oh, maybe. Is that is that what it is? That there's a maybe? <laughs> uh, that's been delayed five times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's wow. why I put it on there. Seems they've been working on it What's for the premise behind that game? It's um, Mega Man. It's the the creator of oh, Mega Man okay. did the Kickstarter because Capcom Capcom are useless and won't um, support <laughs> their old IPs. And well, so of all the all the directors have started their own Kickstarters, <laughs> um, and he's just abused it. He got super massive support because people really really like uh, Mega Man, and there's a huge. Um, rally behind him. He was like one of the first big directors to kind of go to Kickstarter to to um, kind of promote a game or to, to get a game made. And yeah. it's, it's Mega Man renamed. Mega Man, Mega Man. Mega Man renamed. Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's been delayed, um, yeah, like five times. Um, well, they they reached their goal for the Kickstarter uh, in 2013. So Oh, my gosh. They, they, they've been working on this for, for quite a while. Uh, it was scheduled in February and, and moved to June. Yeah. Yeah, I so think there's a couple we'll of We'll see if it actually June. comes out. <laughs> well, there's, um, there's a lot more controversy around it because while this Kickstarter still hadn't been finished, um, he launched other Kickstarter campaigns and other <laughs> games. Because he's and like, hey, people are sending me money. This is great. <laughs> Um, and uh, extra content, um, and one of them I think actually failed because people were like, we still haven't seen Mighty Number no. Nine. We're not going to support another game. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think he got funded for a TV series to go with Mighty Number no. Nine because that was a big thing with Mega Man. There was a TV series that went with the, some of the original games, mm-hmm. and so he's done a. Um, 
but even the graphics for this, people have seen like the recent footage, and there's been a lot of memes and criticism, like the explosions that they people are saying that they look like, and they kind of do. They look like um, pepperoni pizzas, like, <laughs> like expanding on the screen. Like if you just Google like Mighty Number no. Nine um, pepperoni pizza, I'm sure it will come up. <laughs> just all the whole first page is just pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's um, awesome. Maybe they, maybe they'll be doing some cross promotion with Pizza Hut or something. <laughs> yeah. Little Caesars will pick them up. Yeah. Do they have Pizza Hut and Little Caesars in New Zealand? Nah. No. Oh, I got Pizza Hut. I got Pizza Hut. Yeah. Oh, you guys have Pizza Hut. What's the big uh, pizza area. besides Pizza Hut? What's the big pizza places out there? Um, you we just, have uh, other uh, chains Domino's of pizza. Domino. Oh, you have yeah, Domino's. 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 Okay. Got Domino's and um and uh, Pizza Hut. Uh, the, the New Zealand chain we have is called Hell Pizza. Like, hell is in where the devil lives. <laughs> oh, Hell Pizza, alright. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, it's all branded, it's all like black branding. It's, they actually do, oh, they do geez. a lot nicer pizzas, it's more gourmet pizzas. Um, uh-huh. Domino's and Pizza are quite just cheap and nasty here. Um, yeah, I hate but Pizza they, but like the, the pizzas are named after like the seven deadly sins and things like that. So you get oh like gosh! And good God! Envy. I'm a big lust fan. <laughs> <laughs> fan of lust. Gosh. Well, they get creativity it's, points, I guess. Yeah. It's the meat lovers. Um, it's the meat lovers pizza. I think the lusters. Um, it would be. Gluttony's the only one that I would think would make a good pizza. <laughs> it's just there's, everything. There's like, there's like a um, Mordor one, I think, and there's, um, yeah, it's all like fire and brimstone. There's actually one called fire and brimstone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, uh, but they, they're actually a really cool company. They actually do a lot of like support for charities and, and work with a lot of um, like uh, yeah, do some really cool stuff in the communities where they work. Um, there's actually a funny story behind them. Now I'm thinking about it. They sold the guys who set it up. They started off just like two guys at one local pizza place down in Wellington, and it went like national quite quickly. Um, and then oh. they sold it to Burger King for like ten, like twenty million dollars or something. Mm-hmm. Like bought their company business. Burger King ran it into the ground. Well, the company that owns Burger King, like it was just doing terrible. And then the guys bought it back for like ten million dollars. So they like made like a ten million dollar profit. And now the company's doing great again. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, let me have that back. Actually, <laughs> wow. Um, that's oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Google uh, Mega Man Pizza, and the yeah. explosions look like expanding pepperoni pizzas. <laughs> I was gonna say that's we went from funny. Mega Man to Hell Pizza somehow. <laughs> well, you asked for pizza. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did. I take full blame. All right. Well, uh, wrapping up the month, we're gonna end up with Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. And I okay, Lego has got to be making so much money. I mean, they come out with these Lego games like I feel like every month, like every couple weeks. I mean, it's unreal. It's always (laughs) like, oh, now I have to buy that one. Oh, yeah, there's another one I have to buy. You know, because they they are so fun, and I don't I don't know what it is about them that just makes them so easy to play and easy to like pick up and play. You know, like I, I have no problem. You know paying whatever for that like that'll be fun you can't, you can't and it must be like so easy i'm not gonna say that it's super easy but you know there's time involved obviously in people and but to like have these like entities and just like copy paste them you know into the world like hey we have all these studs and we'll just go ahead and throw them into this game and we'll just change the color and put them into this game and they must be able to reuse reuse assets like so easily because it's mm-hmm. i mean it's all built out of legos i mean right. I mean, that's just 
such a cool business model for them. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> it's interesting how they're how they're able to license everything too. Like they have yeah. DC and Marvel games. Like you have Lego Batman yeah. and then Lego right. Avengers. Uh, it, it's interesting how how they're able to pull everything in. Every everybody wants a Lego game, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's because they all grew up playing Legos or stepping on Legos. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's yeah. just like stepping Lego will always generate money, regardless of the games. Like, they license their, the, the IP and, and the characters to the actual physical Lego um, quite quickly because they sell. They, people can't yeah. buy right. them. I will buy them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Charles yeah. will buy all of them. <laughs> um, and so it just it just works. Um, I wonder if they will get to a point where they'll they'll struggle because they're releasing too many because uh, I haven't bought I think the last I didn't buy the Avengers one because I was still trying to get through the other two that I had with them. yeah um, so I skipped the Avengers and was there another one yeah I skipped that one too well, the new Batman the Jurassic World was Jurassic World yeah, oh Jurassic World the Jurassic World the I, I, I skipped as well Avengers yeah. but yeah I skipped that one too um, but I hear that the Avengers one is one of the best ones in a while um, it really is. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. It, so I, oh, I have to get it now. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they're like fun. I, they're really fun for kids. And um, yeah, that's why I mean that's why I'm most excited for them. I mean, that's going to be. Of course it is. We have one boy going on two boys, and I, I mean that's going to be, you know, my kind of connection with them. Sit and play yeah. Legos or play the Lego video games, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's really good. See, when I okay. Story time. <laughs> Growing up, we didn't have Legos. We didn't do the whole Lego thing. Um, I got to play with them at friends' houses, at school. They had them at school sometimes. Um, so I really wasn't, like, I guess I really wasn't, like, I, I didn't really understand, like, the age appropriateness of certain Lego sets. So, yeah. you know, I started having kids. You know, we have four boys. I know. It's crazy. But we have four boys. And we, I started buying Legos when my son was, like, two. I thought, hey, you know, he's a boy, I'm a boy, we can do Legos, you know, like, we can sit down and do Legos together. So I started, you know, buying sets, you know, here and there, and before I know it, you know, I've, I've like, amassed, like, like, like just boxes and boxes full of Legos. Well, the problem I was running into was, you know, I was just going out and buying any set I thought looked cool, and, you know, obviously there's, like, ages on there, like, you know, 7 to 12 or whatever, but I was just buying them. So I'd put them together. And I'd sit there and play with my son, you know, like, oh, you know, you know, and then I'd go to work and the next day I'd come home and like, oh, where's, you know, where's the Minecraft village? It's like, oh, sweetie, you know, that's been destroyed. It's like, are you kidding me? It took me two hours to put that together. You know, and so I was spending and I I would forget somehow. I don't know why. I would just forget that I had spent all this, you know, money and time on this creation. And then I give it to a two year old like me looking back. you're like, what are you thinking? You know, <laughs> you know, but you know, so now we've got, we've got a five-year-old, a four-year-old and an almost two-year-old and then our eight-week-old. So the Legos are hidden. They are hidden in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no one's allowed to touch them because one, they weren't really building with them and they were, I was always just stepping on them. And so out of spite, I just yeah. put them in the basement. So. <laughs> Hopefully, he, my son doesn't listen to this podcast and go looking in the basement because he will find all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I I like to see them built, and I I think I'm kind of the dad from the Lego movie. Yes, um, the craggle guy. Yeah, you'd be craggle dad. Everything I'd be craggle dad too to if I could the, find some craggle. The way it should be. <laughs> um, 
I'll let you know in a secret. It's just super glue. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert. Um, the the uh, yeah, Odin has his own sets, and I I have a few for sets that I just yeah. So he loves to play, and Odin's creations are awesome. Like he comes up with some real awesome like things, and I'd like to see him create with his with the bricks he's got. But just it seems a shame yeah. that yeah they just get destroyed, and they look so cool in the built. Yeah, um, they so really I, do. I, I kind of get some for him, and then I get some for our games room that we, he can play with, but he has to return. Yeah, nice. Most apparently there was there was some <laughs> big uh, somebody had built like one of the characters from Zootopia with like a fifteen thousand dollars. Oh yes, Dan, and some kid knocked it over. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and like <laughs> it was in like minutes so of like him completing it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really look at. At much of like what happened, but people were like, "Watch your kid!" I was like, "All they put up is a little rope. If you don't yeah. watch your kid for five seconds, yeah. they're gonna knock it over." Yeah, you gotta craggle that. You gotta craggle that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why the Lego models you see in the stores, they're like big statues. Like in Japan, we saw um, a Buzz Lightyear one. That's they're in cases. <laughs> yeah, or they're in like the big glass cases, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, they, you can't pull those books apart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem I was running into was, like, I'd, I'd come home, and sometimes things were somewhat still together. So I'd have the pieces, but I wouldn't know. I'd have, like, oh, my gosh, like, I have to take this whole thing apart to figure out where these pieces go. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's very, like, step by step. It's sort of, you know, you throw uh-huh. yourself in at the end. You're like, oh, pieces missing here, pieces missing there. Forget about it. Might as well just take it all apart and start over. That's what I was running into. I get so frustrated. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned... <laughs> Japan, and I want to spend a little bit of time talking about Japan. One, because I've never been there. Um, two, it sounds awesome, and I've already heard a little bit about it on your podcast. So, Vader, please tell us about Japan. I want to hear it. Um, it was good. <laughs> All right, and then moving on. <laughs> um, no. It's hard to know where to start. Um, yeah, well, what brought you out there? What brought you out to Japan? Um, um, well, I like games. I like Japan. Uh, an airplane, I like probably. Cartoons. Yes, the plane did get me there. Um, to, okay, to get there, we got a ride to the airport. We uh, got a plane to Sydney. We stayed the night. Got another plane to, to Tokyo, and then a plane to Osaka, and then a train to my brother's house. Um, yeah, so my brother lives in Japan, uh, nice. so it's a good excuse to visit. Wow. Um, That's right. Um, I do. I've always like. I went to Japan during high school. Um, I did a little bit of Japanese study um, at high school. Um, very small amount. <laughs> um, I know three we, words. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to say sagoshi, which means small. So if people say you speak speak Japanese, I say sagoshi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, me and my brother went there during high school on a school trip and uh, just really like it. I like the culture. I like the history. Um, I, I like some of the food. Um, <laughs> some of the food. Some. I, don't, I don't remember so much like the raw fish stuff. but I Yeah, like I was going to say, you like the dead food. Yeah, <laughs> cooked food. <laughs> cooked food. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I like I like anime. I like games. It's just it's it just to me, it seems the best place to go to visit. People talk about going to like places like uh, Thailand and stuff when they talk about Asia. I don't want to go sit on a beach. I want to go to arcade or to to a ramen shop or you know like so <laughs> I want to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just. My, and my brother being there is a really good excuse. He's been there for like five years, I think. Um, so he had free accommodation, and it was a blast. Um, 
yeah, to be honest, ever since I've been back, I've just been constantly thinking about ways I could get back there. Um, Your next trip. <laughs> potentially even, oh, I'm so tempted to move, like, I would like to move the family there, to be honest. Um, oh, wow. Uh, um, it, it's probably a lot different living there than a holiday, because holiday, you know, everything's, everything's great. When you're yeah, holiday, that's, you yeah. Have, you've got no responsibilities. We didn't have the kids with us, it was just me and the wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's move here. Oh, yeah. wait, there's no kids. Let's, that's yeah. why we want to move here. <laughs> um, but just, I, I love the, like, the, the culture and history. Like, the first day we were there, like, um, we went into, like, this massive shopping area. Like, it's just huge. You can go underground for, like, kilometers. You can, up, up on, on top level, there's just, like, just straight lines of, like, shops and people and restaurants. And, and it's just so much going on. And then you turn a corner down a small alleyway, and there's just this ancient shrine. Um, nice. And the, the shrine That's was... Cool. Um, and it's just I love that kind of chalk and cheese, the the kind of juxtaposition between the the modern and the and the ancient Japan. I just love the, how that, that they seem to just fit together in this really weird way. Yeah. And the the shrine was like really cool. Like it was this ancient uh, st- stone statue. I think it was like 400 years old, um, if not older. Mm-hmm. Wow. Of this uh, samurai, stone samurai, and the. It was covered in moss, and so what, what, what people do, they come in to, to pray, and the, the Shinto belief is um, they'll throw in a coin um, into the, the little box, and then they'd say a prayer, or you know they kind of clap their hands and bow, and in their, in their mind they say a prayer, and then you pick up a, like a little um, pail of water and throw it onto the statue to kind of perpetuate the growth of the moss. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it was just this, the most beautiful kind of natural ancient thing <laughs> and it was yeah. so so foreign to what i see in new zealand um and what we have here a uh, very young country there's not much uh, cultural history around other than a modern sure. culture um yeah. and it was just so fascinating and and especially being a, a big fan of games like dark souls and japanese games you can kind of you just get a glimpse of of the inspiration that these developers draw on um oh sure i can in Dark Souls, you join covenants and, and inside the game, um, and they all have like their own kind of gameplay element and story behind them. And I just can imagine what like this moss shrine could so easily fit in a game like Dark Souls because it'd be like the moss makers or something. And actually, in Dark Souls oh. Three, there's one called the mound makers where you collect people's um, spinal um, co- uh, parts. <laughs> what do you call them? Uh, the chunks of the spine. I can't remember what they're called. Vertebrae. Um, oh. Vertebrae, right, that's it. Um, <laughs> and you collect them and you make a mound of bones, um, and that's the co- the covenant, um, huh. that you, huh. uh, um, and so I could imagine something similar like the moss, the, the moss makers in, in, a, in a game. And so I love the, um, the culture that, that, that the developers draw on in gaming, um, that we just don't see in, I guess, in the West or in the world. We don't necessarily see where it comes from, uh, being from a different part of the world. Um, yeah, um, but the rest was great. Arcades were fun. Like they have like Namco and um, Sega. They have like heaps of arcades, and they're huge, like video arcades. The the massive in New Zealand we don't really have very good ones. They look kind of weird. Um, but these are like three, four, three or four stories tall. Um, oh my gosh, that's, that's a small one. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in Tokyo and like in certain places you can get them up to seven stories, kind of. And oh my games. gosh. Wow. Games. Everything's tall there. Like you go to a department store and it's like eight, seven, eight stories tall. It's like department store, or like this one yeah. shop, and it's just this. It's kind of like a, kind of like a funny Walmart, but with um, and it's like seven stories tall, and you just, yeah, <laughs> it's just stuff. Wow. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, the arcades yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, there was these cool kind of gun. Also, it wasn't Gundam. They did have a Gundam game that looked insane. If you were playing, it was so fast and the mentors couldn't keep up what was going on. Um, but there was these, these pods and there was like eight of them and they were networked and you'd hop in it and you had like it would move with you and you had like two joysticks and it was like a, a curved screen. So you had almost like a, a like a 180 screen around oh, you. Yeah. And you would battle the other players. It's like so oh, wow. Uh, super cool. Um, ah, and that's you could, awesome. The, the arcades, like, are networked with other arcades around the country, so you can actually <laughs> sit at one, and you can actually, like, fight, play Dragon Ball Z with people, like, in other uh, player part of Japan. Oh my like, gosh, that's awesome. Uh, wow. And, and all the arcades, um, all the, most of the machines had, like, uh, not, like, um, card, you, you buy a card, or you get a card that's yours, uh-huh. and it saves your data of your save files, so you can actually level up at arcades, <laughs> and keep your save file, and come back, and then, you hold your progress, so there's actually like upgrades and character development in arcade games. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. Um, yeah, that, yeah that, they love the rhythm games as well. Like you know, Dance Dance Revolution was the For kind sure. of started there. They had these new ones. Yeah. They've got this dragon drums, you know, the Japanese dragon drums. And we saw this dude playing it. He brought it. He was so good. He brought it. He was that into it. He had his own drumsticks. He didn't use the ones that came with the game. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's was, official. <laughs> like. It was moving so quick, the, the, the little icons, it was flicking, the, I, they were like literally appearing three, two or three times across the whole screen before they ended because they were flickering across because they were moving too fast for the frame rate. Wow. Like, it was just, they were just blurring wow. across and I, and he was doing it, he had like seven, eight hundred, like perfect score, like, and it was just blurring oh, fast. Like, it was wow. mental. That's uh, dedication to a craft right there. <laughs> yeah. That was insane. Um, and it's so, like, just the, the the cultural acceptance of gaming is very different. Um, like we're at the arcade, and there's like you know kind of middle aged couple on a date. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. having fun at the arcade. You know, it's just like you know, fifty six year old man playing Tekken. Um, Tekken Seven. <laughs> like, and at the arcade, and like I'm sure there are fifty year olds playing Tekken, but they generally in America or New Zealand, I don't imagine they'd go to the arcade to play. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. Uh, so it's just 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 very very different. Um, and gaming is is in advertising everywhere. Like they game sponsor restaurants. So I went to a, a restaurant for my wife's birthday because it was a birthday while we were there. Um, called Sweets Paradise, and it was like a all you can eat desserts restaurant. And Monster Hunter was kind of a sort of theme of the place. Really? Wow. Yeah, which was kind of weird because it was only, me and my brother were the only guys in the place. It was very girly. It was all pink. <laughs> But Monster Hunter, like, statues and, like, trailers were on the TVs. There were, like, yeah, gameplay trailers. There were, you could buy, wow. the, like, the dragons and the monsters at the at the front counter. But wow, that is so very crazy. girly restaurant. Girly <laughs> <laughs> restaurant. Wow. That is like, so, like, culturally different from, I mean, what even what I'm used to here, I mean, in the United States. We don't have, I mean, that's that sounds very, like, specific to just Japan. I mean. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. That's really cool. Well, I've got kind of a different view on like promotion advertising. Like a lot of uh, Western, like the gaming communities, get really angry about certain promotions, and I've got kind of a bit disappointed. Namco have done a terrible job with uh, Dark Souls Three um, promoting promoting it. Some of their campaigns were awful. Um, like they had one in England where you had to eat like thirty hot wings. And if you did it, you got a T-shirt saying, "I I survived the Dark Dark Souls Hot Wings Challenge." Like, what's that got to do with the game? Like, um, 
but from a then you go to Japan, it's, it's it's more common that it happens. So I can understand these Japanese companies like Namco trying to do what they do as they've done in Japan in the West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the West, we don't accept it. We're like, this is this is dumb. Like, not yeah, this is weird. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but that was all over Japan. Like they did it everywhere. Like you had, um, yeah, there was just it was just things were done. It was done very different. Like you had kind of like those coin those games you put coins in and then. The more coins go in, they knock off, and then you you oh, yes. money back. Yeah, yep. they had they had Monster Hunter and Mario themed versions of them. Oh no way! That's awesome. Um, wow. So, but you wouldn't. Yeah, it's so it's just very differently, like how they. So that that's considered fine. Whereas in the West, we see it and say well, it's that them selling out or it's cheap advertising. It's right. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Were the Mario coins? Did they look like the coins in Mario? Because that, that would be cool <laughs> if, <laughs> if it was actually like the Mario-looking coins. Because I've seen machines like that in New Zealand, but there's, there's no branding on them, and it's, you actually use real money, whereas this, you actually, yeah, you had to buy tokens, so they probably were actually had stars on them for Mario. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we played. I played a Mario Kart arcade game, and it looks sort of like Mario Kart 8, I've but it's not, because pa- Pac-Man's in it. it it's Namco... <laughs> Yeah, so the, huh. that's the funny thing. Like the, they've given the rights to Namco to make the Mario Kart arcade because it's in the Namco arcade. Oh, I see. Um, and so there's yeah, you can play as Pac-Man, um, <laughs> and all the weapons are different. Like you can get a hammer on the front of your car and smack the person in front of you, which is a bit seen in a Mario Kart game. Huh. Um, so the, even the, how they treat the IP is, is is very different in Japan. They seem to get, and I have heard though you can there is a Namco arcade in London. So there might be one in like somewhere like New York or LA, oh, big sure. cities in America, mm-hmm. uh, and that has come to the west, like the west now. That that arcade by um, co-host of Dark Insight, Cliff, he's in London. He's gone and he's and it's said it's just come in recently. I, I've um, seen a Mario Kart arcade. I don't know if it was the same one. But yeah, it might it was, be. It was it's that a, is that a Dave and Buster's here? Yeah. Um, Dave and so Buster's. It, it, it might be quite a, quite a new thing. Um, but yeah, have you guys got any questions? It's hard to know. I've talked for ages and I haven't really said much. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> I want to hear more about the ramen. I mean, is there ramen oh, places yeah. in New yeah. Zealand? Yes, and it's crap. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I mean, we have a ramen place here and it's, I mean, it's really good. I, I personally get the ramen burger and it's just ramen. Whoa. Like they've made like, like a bun out of ramen. Too. Yeah. And oh, oh, yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's delicious. And I'm not talking about like, you know, like ramen, like 39 cent ramen. Like it's like decent Japanese ramen, but yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. But the, I mean, it's the egg, egg, the egg, can't speak the egg noodles into a bun. That's what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. delicious, delicious. Um, also, ramen in Japan is it's it's the noodle soup. Um, yeah. It, um, we have a shop called the Ramen Shop here in Wellington. It was a pop up restaurant for like months, and it was it's super hipster. Um, like, <laughs> we hate it, but we love it. Which, yeah, and I I mean it's close to my work, and so me and my wife went because I like Japanese noodle soups and ramen and, uh-huh. and udon. And it was super expensive. We got, it was almost nothing in the bowl, and it was awful. 
the noodles were slightly undercooked, the broth was bitter, um, and I hated it. And I, and I would say to people, and they said, oh, no, it's great, it's great, it's great. And I'm like, no, it's not Japanese ramen. And I had some good Japanese ramen. <laughs> um, we went to a place, um, it's actually not, because we're in Osaka, the, the, this type style of ramen's from further up north, it's a miso ramen. Uh-huh, and yeah. so it's a miso-based broth, and I got the spicy version with a bit of spice in it. And oh man, it was just the flavor was impeccable. Like, and it cost like five bucks US or something stupid like that. Yeah, um, and it was like a huge, t- and that's with an extra chunk, a big chunk of pork roll. Like they slice roast roll a uh, pork, and they slice it up, and then I also got on top of that I got a um, a pork fillet, crumbed fillet, chucked in my soup as well. Um, hmm. Yeah, it was good. Oh, we also had some awesome. salt salt ramen, so kind of the salt broth, um, and that was good. Um, I think that's what they were trying to attempt at the new that one, the local one here. <laughs> so it was not as good. They butchered um, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just lots to see, see and do, and lots of different types of food, and uh, the temples are really cool. We went to the the giant Buddha in Nara, um, just outside of Osaka. He's hmm. it's huge. Is that the, because uh, I saw a picture of you in, like, samurai garb. Is, was that oh, at yeah. the, the temple? Oh, okay. No, that, no, that was at, um, well, you, you can get dressed. A lot of the, like, local places, will, uh, you can, especially around Kyoto, you can just go rent kimonos and walk around all the temples. Um, I, for people who don't know, Kyoto is kind of the ancient capital of Japan. Mm. Uh, with a, um, and so there's some very, very old temples. There's King Kakuji, which is a, the golden temple, and it's literally coated in gold, like it's got gold leafing all over it. Wow. Um, there's uh, Kiyomizu, which is the water temple, and it has like some of the purest water in the world coming out of like a natural spring. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's just this giant building up on the side of this, the, the mountain. Um, really old. Um, and then Nara is um, the other way. I believe, for out out of Osaka, away from Tokyo. I think I'm bad with geography. Um, and it's it's got the I think it's the world's largest Buddha statue, and it's like five stories tall. It's huge. Oh, wow, wow. Um, you can you can actually physically fit through his nostril. You can't. Well, <laughs> you can't actually go through the actual nostril, but they've created the, in one of the pillars they've carved a, a, um, a hole that's the same size as the actual nostril of the. Statue. Oh, okay. I was gonna say they don't feel like climbing up there. Like, hey, check us out. <laughs> um, and I believe there's some Buddhist um, kind of um, proverb or fable <clears throat> that if you can fit fit through Buddha's nostril, you can be in, you'll be enlightened. So I think it's them kind of cheating. <laughs> like give, it <laughs> give it a go. Give it a go. If you um, give Buddha a sinus infection. <laughs> uh, just wipe your feet before you go through. Um, <laughs> but what was I going to say? You, yeah, just of the summer, I went to a, um, a Japanese film studio where they've uh, made films, like Japanese samurai films and, and movies for a number of years, and they've kind of... Um, it's not used for that anymore. It's just the, but they've kept all the sets, and you can you can go in and have a look around it. And it's a, a it's a replica of an ancient Japanese village. Um, oh, and cool. you can hmm. pay to dress up. So me and my wife dressed up as um, I dressed up as a samurai, and she was a in a kimono. Um, and it was pretty cool. Like it, it's not much of a Western touristy spot. There were maybe two other pe- groups of people who were foreigners. And the rest were Japanese. Um, in the whole place that we were at that day. Um, so it was, it was, yeah, it's not much of a Western touristy thing. It's more of a sure. yeah, local, 
Um, and but they really liked it. They, all the Japanese guys were like, "Oh, so pretty to my wife." And I actually asked. We we went to church while we were in Japan, and um, we met, we went to dinner with a local. He took us to the a ramen place, <laughs> and like I remember that there he served his mission in Tokyo, um, and, and he we asked them because we went to the, the studio that, that that day. We met him in the evening for dinner. And I asked if it's if it's polite or or if it's rude that we dress up, and and his response was no, they we really like it. We think it's a, it's honourable that you are willing to come to Japan and and wear our traditional clothing. And I think that's really cool that they have that kind of view. Um, yeah. Either that, yeah. or you're just messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but the response we got during the day, we had lots of like kids coming up and asking for photos. We were we were the only foreigners oh. dressed up. Um, there was no other, the other two groups, they were, one was South American, so they didn't look more like Westerners, they were, right. like, tanned, and, and the other one was from Canada, um, cause they were lost and they came and asked for us for directions. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's and they, awesome. that's so cool. They, um, yeah, and so we got lots of responses and people were like asking for pictures and, and, and they were being very polite. It's the only time we actually got attention, like, during the, around the streets, there's so enough foreigners in Japan that you don't really get any yeah. attention. Um, unless you go to small towns, but and that's when we did when we were dressed up. They really, it was really fun. <laughs> that's awesome. That's um, a lot of fun. Yeah, so I, I've I've talked everyone's ear off. Um. <laughs> no, good. That's awesome. I mean, I I knew that you had gone and I'd seen a few pictures, but I definitely wanted to talk to you more about it. it Sounds like it was a really good time. Uh, and I hope you get to go back soon. Yeah, yeah so do I. Um, that's awesome. I, well, I'm we seriously are... thinking I need to stop playing games so I can save my money to go back to Japan. <laughs> we can all try. <laughs> oh man. Well, we um we are coming up over an hour now. Um so I don't want to take up too much more time. Um I did want to talk a little bit though about um Aaron's uh article that he wrote and that was the does the story really matter in a first person shooter? Um it generated a little bit of uh comments from people which was great. Kind of people both on both sides of the of the argument there or the uh, discussion, and I kind of just want to get your guys' feel on whether or not the story like truly matters in a first person shooter, and I guess it really that kind of depends on like what you personally want out of a game out of a first person shooter. I mean, are you in it for the multiplayer? Are you in it for the for the campaign? And do you not care if it's if it has multiplayer aspects as well? I just kind of want to get your guys' take on it. Um, because it did seem like kind of a hot topic for us, which was which was good to see. People were excited to be involved with, in the conversation. So, um, if someone just wants to jump on in and with your opinion, uh, just go right ahead. I want to hear sure. it. Sure, sure, yeah. I'm I'm kind of torn on the issue myself. Um, like it, looking back on my favorite games of all time, um, ones that are the most memorable to me, it's usually because of the story, like. Uh, Bioshock Infinite or some of the Mass Effect titles um, and those brought me in because of the narrative but when I look at the games that I play the most and I put the most time into it's you know right now it's Overwatch, Rocket League and FIFA it's like, there's no there's <laughs> no, no story in, in any <laughs> yeah. of those um, and so it's it's interesting because I, I really like the narrative and that's what brings me in but you know, once you play it, there there's not a lot more there, um, and so it's it's uh, 
I guess narrative brings me in, but it's the gameplay that keeps me engaged. Keeps you. Yeah. Keeps, yeah, keeps you around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I remember I, with Titanfall, again, going back to Titanfall, I remember, you know, having played it for like a week straight, and I still had no idea what was going on. You know, like yeah. I had no idea what we were doing, you know, and like you get like the way that you, you, you did it was that you kind of worked through the campaign and then I think you switch sides and you work through the other side of the campaign. I think campaign I in I, air quotes because yeah. you have yeah, like a little exactly. video screen you can imagine them. <laughs> while you're trying to play. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to play and trying to figure right. everything out and strategize and you've got this supposed storyline happening and you're like, oh my gosh, zip it, you know, like. So, <laughs> yeah. it, it just, I, to this day, I haven't, I haven't even bothered to go back and look at the Wikipedia, but I have no idea what Titanfall was about. <laughs> I mean, I have just no yeah. clue. So, hopefully they do a little better uh, job in Titanfall 2 with making the person feel more personally invested in what's, like, truly going on in the, in the environment they've created, in the world that they've created, because they didn't really do a good job with that the first time. I mean, it was just, I liked it because there was like new game mechanics that I hadn't used before, like the mm-hmm. the, the wall running and calling you know calling your your Titan in and having it just smash and just kill everyone around you while you jumped in and or this big explosion and and like oh it's just it's such a cool game and but you know I, I definitely did not feel like personally invested in the story itself, um, just more yeah. so in the fact that it was new game mechanics that I wasn't used to in like Halo or Destiny or I haven't even played Destiny yet, but in Halo or Call of Duty or any of those other games. So I think I'm kind of with Adam as far as you know, it's that story that brings me in first. It's the that like having the storyline and actually there being something there for me to like work towards, I guess, and learning about it. It's kinda yeah. what brings me in, but then it's that's not necessarily what keeps me playing, but sometimes that's what will get me to go back and play the game again, is the right. fact that it had a storyline. So it kind of, I think it really depends on the game, mm-hmm. depending on, like, if I'm going to come back and play it again because of the storyline. Because, like, I, I like to go back and play Skyrim, not Elder Scrolls, but, like, the actual Skyrim game, because yeah. of the storyline that's there and the open the world and all game. of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so... You know, that that brings me back to playing it. But, yeah, at the same time, like, with Destiny, it's not the storyline that keeps me coming back to play that. It's, you know, the, the multiplayer. Like, that's usually what I'm playing. Yeah. I'm playing mm-hmm. Destiny and playing the PvP or, you know, and Titanfall, same thing. I mean, it's all PvP, so. Yeah. I think it really depends on the type of game. Right, yeah, and like what you want out of it. I mean, because with Uncharted, I mean, it's all story. I mean, I, I think there are some multiplayer aspects. I'm not sure um, multiplayer aspects now. Is there is isn't there multiplayer in Uncharted Four? There is, yeah. But I mean, Uncharted is it's just such an immersive story, and you like you don't want to set it down because you want to know what's happening, what happens next, what happens next, what happens. It's like a really good book, and I really like that. Um, but then when you've got these other games that they've put most of their focus around the multiplayer, I could care less about the story. For instance, Overwatch. I, I mean, yeah, the animated shorts are really cool, but I could there care less. Story. Yeah, there is. I could, I could care yeah. less if there's no story because it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, for me. 
Sorry. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's really what you want out of the, out of a game and really what the developers focus on, you know, hopefully they've spent the right amount of time on it on, so that it is enjoyable for the player. Cause I think right. that, that bleeds through, obviously. I mean, for obvious reasons, you know, they spend a lot of time on the multiplayer and hopefully it's enjoyable. Yeah. And I mean, I've played a couple of the like puzzle games that I was talking about, you know, and a lot of them have like some sort of storyline as far as like, why you're going through these different areas. And I've played ones that are, like, super short, and by the time I get to the end, I'm like, oh, well, that wasn't yeah. worth that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was way too short, or there wasn't enough story, so it really just depends on what type of game it is, and kind of the expectations that they give you before the game comes out, like Overwatch. I mean, you kind of knew it wasn't going to be a game that had a huge storyline. It's more about that PvP and you know, that aspect more than there being an actual story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what frustrated me about Destiny. Is I was expecting a really cool yeah. story and then not not expecting to have to read all the story on cards that I unlocked. Or more of it. One <laughs> that you can't even do in the game. You have to exactly go to the website or the app to look at it and actually yeah. figure it out. Yeah. yeah, it took me like six months to find... Where I had to, where I was like learning about everything, like, and I, I wish that they had. I mean, I really wish. I mean, I love the voice acting. I love everything about. I, I love a lot of Destiny. Um, Destiny, you know, has really brought me in over this last year or so, a year, almost two years now. Um, but I really do wish that they had just spent some time, even cutscenes. I mean, cutscenes would have been amazing to see, like interactions yeah. with. With you know some of these main players, Oryx and all that, not just like at the beginning of a raid or whatever, but you know right. to actually kind of just understand like what was going on. You know, I mean, they 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 really yeah. could have done a lot more um, educating oh, the think, player. I think that's what it was supposed to be originally, and how yeah. it kind of started, and then yeah. you, you know, nice I think it was like the rider changed halfway through or something. Mean, something happened, and so then they cut a bunch yeah, very of controversial. Yeah, they cut a bunch of story, or they, like, just shortened it, and then decided, oh, they can go here and find out what's happening, and as a gamer, like, that's not, you you don't want to go play a game and then go read online to see what it actually is. You want you want to get that story in the game. Like, you want to get it as you're playing. You want to be able to understand, like, what's happening. Right. Right. Well, another kind of throw a spare in the works of the, the two first-person shooters need story. But one thing I find a lot of them that most first-person shooters are terrible at telling stories. <laughs> yeah. when they yeah. really try. <laughs> yeah, like um, Call of Duty campaigns, are they're all the same. It feels like that. It really does. Yeah. Um, and just, it'd be cool to have this immersive world and have the story um, unfold. And sometimes the, the, the idea and the concept of the story is awesome, but it just doesn't really translate. Um, I'm gonna... Yeah. I'm gonna split... Um, Upset a few people, but I've been playing through the Halo campaigns uh, recently since I've got the Xbox. My son, I have no idea what's going on. Easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> uh, we're, we're half, oh, we're I feel the same way. Halo two, and we're playing as the alien guys, and we're fighting against alien guys, and we're fighting against <laughs> the flood. And I just, I'm like, why are we doing this? I don't even know how we got to this. We were Master Chief a second ago, and now we're this dude. You are um, uniting just... to fight the flood, because <laughs> now the flood's the bigger Halo bad guy. Two. Halo 2 got a little wonky. 
I I liked the Halo 2 campaign better when I played through it in the MCC. Um, this was but, playing but at the but yeah at the time I was super lost because it had been you know several years you. since Halo One and then you get this big cliffhanger at the end and you have to wait forever for for Halo Three. Um, but you know being able to jump straight into it from Halo One and then from two to three right away. Yeah, I, I, I like I that better. No idea. But, I, I just yeah. I find um, the way they 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 work. Um, just doesn't really tell stories to me. I just find I don't feel engaged as a character in, in a lot of the first-person shooters, um, yeah. it, and so it needs to be core gameplay. And I don't know, old Halos aren't that good compared to modern stuff. They're so <laughs> slow. Going going back yeah, and playing them now, they're so slow. Yeah. Like, Where's my sprint? Why are you crawling, yeah. Master Chief? What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I the funny thing is is that like for me, I mean I played Halo since the beginning, but um, I got more involved with the story or what, like, what was going on, and like when I was reading like the fan novels <laughs> of Halo. I mean, I felt like reading those novels like made me care more. And I wish yeah. that developers would kind of pick up on that, so that maybe in the future we have like, because I, mean, I know that they're trying to do this whole thing with like TV shows. But for me, it's not working. Like. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I know that there's TV shows for. I think there's TV like a TV aspect for Quantum Break. Is that correct? Yep. Um, well, it was in the game. It was. Oh, okay. It was, it was built into the game. Oh, okay. See, I, okay. that's what I get for not playing it. But um, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it just it doesn't work for me. Like I know that they were doing like the Halo Channel. For some reason, it just it didn't click for me. But like reading it and then playing it like that that worked. You know. They but did I know, do one. So so you like the. The grimoire cards in Destiny, because that's well, I didn't. That's essentially I, I wish, what that is. Yeah, well, I wish. Well, these, like with the Halo novels, I mean, they're. I mean, it's a novel. I mean, sure, that's a full blown story. You find out, you know, who Master Chief that's, was, yeah. like where he came yeah. from. With the grimoire, it's like you got like what, like three hundred characters. I mean, <laughs> there's yeah, not a lot true. there. That's you know, true. they they did do one Halo movie. I don't remember which one it was. That I actually really liked and wished yeah, that they had. I think two thousand. Uh, Dawn, I think it was. Going with it, yeah. it wasn't a movie, but it was like a mini series online. Yeah. They, they no, also... no, no, no. There, it was like, oh gosh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No. No, it wasn't animated. It was live, like it was live. But yeah, I really liked it because I actually like understood what was going on. Yeah. And then they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. What? Yeah, and then they didn't do Where anything with it, and right so it was now? like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that was a miniseries as well. Halo Four, Four no, Unto Dawn was... is one. Yeah, Four Unto oh, Dawn gosh. was before was Halo Four look. came out, and then and Halo: The Fall of Reach. Halo Five. Sorry, I just ran across the room. I, I won copies of them. I haven't worn them. Yeah, gear. Uh, Forward Unto Dawn and Nightfall. Was There's it? also the Fall of Reach. I think that's the one that uh, Christine is talking about. Is uh, okay. The Fall of Reach. That's the one with where they're, they're like in the barracks, and yeah. he's like throwing up. And yeah. Was that a movie it's, or was that? It, it yeah. was like it was like it was short. Fifty-five minutes, I think. Yeah. But it it had the girl from um, Chronicles of Narnia in it. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I really liked that. Like, I I felt like I knew what was going on and I like, could follow it, and then they didn't do anything with it. 
So I was kind of yeah. like, okay. Well, they closed the studio. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. and, yeah, they did. They did end up closing the studio. Yeah, it failed. But I really like that because the build-up to Master Chief appearing was just uh-huh. so epic. Like, it was, like, yeah. hair-raising. It was like, oh, Master Chief is here. Oh, my gosh. You know, it was it was so yeah. cool. Yeah. That was awesome. And he just like wrecked house. I mean, he was just like being Master Chief that you, Chief, that you yeah. knew Master Chief to be, you know? Yeah. It was right. so much fun. So yeah, I liked it, that, that was a good one. Fall of Reach. They, didn't, they didn't do anything. That, the they the one you're talking about is Florida to Don. Fall of Reach was yes. animated. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, my, my bad. Yeah. The 98 Girls on the front cover. So I was, oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I don't even remember where we watched that. I've won them, but I'm not watching them. Um, the problem with the the Halo channel, it takes like ten minutes to flip and load. Yeah. Well, that's because it's something that Microsoft developed. So, yeah, and the, <laughs> like the buffering, the buffering isn't great. I never get, you know, 1080p. It's like I have over a hundred megabit <laughs> internet. I should be able to stream this at 1080, but it's, yeah, it's not great. Yeah, yet. I mean, we have a gigabit, and we still have problems trying to get. The Halo channel. I mean, it's like yeah. this is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Their execution yeah. game is not on point. <laughs> no. Oh goodness. Well, I know we have taken up a lot of time now, so let's just go ahead and wrap this up. Um, we're gonna do our podcaster picks slash plugs of the week. Um, for me, it's gonna be Hearthstone. I think. I mean, I, I know I talked about it earlier, but uh, if you haven't, it's a free game. Um, it is a little tempting, I will say, to purchase packs, but you, you earn packs. You even earn packs <laughs> for losing. So <laughs> you can uh, you can get your cards that way as well and build your decks and, and customize them and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, that's it for me. Hearthstone, it's a free game. Play it. It's fun. And uh, go ahead and, Vader, do you have anything to plug? Um, yep, uh, one or two things. Um, sure. My... I've been nagging people on Discord. My wife is a fashion designer, and she is a finalist in the Etsy Awards. Um, yes, yes. And so she needs people with votes. Um, so yeah, if you could go take a take a second to go vote, you just need to type in your email and then verify it. They say they won't spam you with stuff. It's just it is just for the com- for the competition. And by yeah. in, by voting, you go on the draw to win a five hundred dollar Etsy voucher. Um, but yeah, my wife is super awesome. Supports my my habits of gaming, <laughs> um, and so it's good to be able to give her a shout out and, and to help her. So anyone listening really cool. who voted, please vote. I'm determined uh, to win that $500 Etsy card because I've put in like eight <laughs> emails. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll have the link up somewhere. Cool, thank you. Yeah, we'll um, put it somewhere. And the other thing is, there, yeah, try out the Talisman uh, board get digital board game. On the iPad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, oh, if you yeah. want to play, let me know. And we'll see if we can sort out of time. Cool. Is it, do you uh, know if it's on Android for us Android people? Um, no idea. <laughs> I say I have Apple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, never. Um, yeah, but that's, that's my pick. Go, it's pretty good. I really, It's a classic board game. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'll look for it on Android. Simple nice. quest RPG board game. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, kind of like really simplified into like a quest board game. That's cool. Cool. I like it. Christina. Um, I don't know. I was I was talked about uh, Numa oh, at right. the beginning. We got it when it was uh, one of the Xbox Gold games, so that's kind of how we got it. I don't know if it's 
It's not a How huge did I game. Miss that? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It, I think it's 20 bucks, so I don't know if it's like worth that, you know, because we got it while it was free. But it's, uh, right. it's worth the zero dollars. <laughs> no, I mean it was fun. I liked it, it, but it was kind of short. Like it wasn't a huge game. Yeah. So that's why I'm excited for the other one because it seems like it's going to be a bigger game. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I I'm all about those puzzle games and the you know you got to find the switches and you know portal all of like you know I can plug portal <laughs> that that's it's those kinds of games that I. That's awesome. I'm drawn towards first. Yeah, yeah I I, re- I know I downloaded it when it was free, and my wife and I streamed it for about an hour, and I haven't played it since then. But maybe I'll <laughs> yeah. maybe Sounds I'll riveting. go back and, and uh, <laughs> play it. Some- no, it it was interesting, but it was it was one of those like, should I play it without Stevie or should I, you know try to find a yeah. time to play it together? And then I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Yes, Talisman is on uh, Android. All right. So the whole family's happy. Great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Adam, go ahead and finish her off. So I don't know that I would call this an endorsement, but I recently bought an Xbox Elite controller, and I am enjoying it, whether it's worth $150. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. I, I bought mine on eBay. It was classified as new other, which I think is like it's new but it's been opened, so like some <laughs> someone probably opened it and was like, Oh, I can't use this on my PS4 or something. Oh gosh. Yeah. Or it's I used don't know. and they just wanted more. Money. Or it's used and they <laughs> lied. But it seemed I mean, it shows no signs of wear, um, and it works fine. But I don't know, I I'm trying to get used to using the paddles. Like if I think I, I think if I get used to using those, it may be worth it. Um, I can't use four at a time, but I'm using two, uh, just the top ones, and then I'll assign them to two buttons. So like, I'll assign them to like jump and like the boost in Halo, um, so that oh, I can okay. you know keep my thumb on the right, so I can keep aiming while I'm jumping, which is is kind of useful, but um, I'm not good enough at it where I think I'm actually better because of the controller, but right. um, I think I might get there. It's it's interesting. Um, if you can find a good deal on, like, eBay or Amazon, you know, it, it might be worth it. But I was going to say, I was wondering if it was going to be easy to pick up because, I mean, those buttons back there, I mean, we're not used to to having buttons back yeah. there. I mean, right. you know, like that's why one of my biggest like hesitations, well, one with it being $150, I mean, that's pretty much like half a system. Yeah. Just for a controller, <laughs> one controller. So it was hard to justify that. But also, you know, I felt like it would just take me too long. I mean, I can barely handle the bundles, the buttons that they have. That's what I was thinking. Already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have hard to handle all the buttons paddles already. In there. Right. Know. Yeah. And isn't it cheating? What's that? You can do, isn't it cheating if you can do things that other people can't, like in the game? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, before the Elite Controller, a lot of people use, they call it like the claw method, where they'll use like their middle finger for the triggers, and then they pull their index finger and push buttons on the front of the controller with that, 
with their oh, index gosh. finger. They like curl it over <laughs> and develop yeah, carpal tunnel. Like, when I was going to say that's like that, that's not comfortable. <laughs> no, no it's, um, it's not normal. <laughs> so I, I mean, it's physically possible to still jump while aiming, but you have to have this really weird form and, grip. Yeah. Like on the on the past console, there were third-party controllers or adapters you could buy that had these weird uh, buttons. Like, you'd clip it onto your controller, and there were little buttons that you would push in the back with your third and fourth fingers, and then they would actually push the button on the front of the controller. So you could do, like, sick trick shots in COD. (laughs) But... I miss the turbo, like... I, I used oh, to on have the that, Mad like, Cats controllers? Yeah, and like, <coughs> back in like Sega days, that like, was the turbo on there, like, just super punching people, like, that was just, that was the best. I, w- I would use that for Tony Hawk, because <laughs> I'd like program the hardest tricks to the turbo button, and <laughs> nice. then just destroy. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So Xbox Elite controller. Sounds worth it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided. If you can find a good deal, I mean, I essentially paid twice what you would pay for a controller. Because I think the, yeah. the controllers retail for 60 60 I think. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I paid just under 120 so. Uh, what yeah, are the, I what don't is know. like the fancy <laughs> I, I like buttons it. like? What are the fancy middle because aren't, um, aren't, aren't they all changed like middle now? Like, is, how does it feel the rest of the controller? The the controller is it's shaped exactly like the controller. It's it's a little heavier. It's got a little bit more weight to it. Um, and there's also like uh, you can swap out the D pad. Um, there's and then there's different uh, control sticks you can put on. So like I'll use um, there's three different heights. So I'll use the medium height one on the right stick, which I feel like gives me a... It, it's a little longer, so I feel like I can be a little bit more precise with it. That's cool. And that's kind of their answer, because, I mean, there's other... There's custom controller companies that have come out, you know, Scuff Gaming's one of them, where, you you know, you customize that controller enough, you're going to end up with, like, a $500 controller. And right. there was, it was, like, this, like this idea that, okay, you know, I've customized this. It must be better. It must be better. And I think they're probably catering a little bit to that, to those people, you know, because, yep. Hey, people are actually spending more money than they did on the, on the console. Like we can get some money out of this, you know? Right. So I think, it, I think it was smart move for them. And it seems, I mean, it's such a, sol- I mean, say what you will about the Xbox, but it is such a solid controller. I mean, they even, they, I mean, they hold up good. I've never had too many problems with, you know, until my kids get to them and the buttons get sticky that's another problem, but um, I've never had a problem like with things not working, and I've mm-hmm. had Xboxes since you know the very beginning. So I'm a they make good controllers. Man. Say that again. I'm a dual shock man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I I have problems with the, and it's just simply because I spent most of my time on the Xbox. But yeah. going to the PS4, yeah, going to the PS4, I'm not used to that symmetry. You know, I'm not used to like it's so perfect. Like, how do I do this? You know, I'm used to the, the offset. The PS4 controller is by far the best PlayStation controller so far. I'll say that. I honestly don't think I could tell the difference between <laughs> the PlayStation 3 controller and the PlayStation 4 controller. <laughs> it, it feels a lot sturdier to me. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. It is. 
um, I've, I've been fine with all of them, to be honest. But yeah, um, it's what you get used to, really. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today on our podcast. And we are going to try to start having them more often. Um, if you would like to be involved with a podcast, please feel free to reach out to either myself or one of the other staff members to express interest. We are always looking for more people to help out. And, uh, yeah. So we'll see you guys next time. And that is all I have. So have a great night, you guys. And thanks for joining us. Bye, bye. Bye, guys. Yeah.